Welcome back to Inside Sanex Bombers Athletics here on SanexSports.net and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. We're joined once again by Sanex Athletic Director Brian Reinhardt talking about spring sports now as we move into the month of April. Brian, good to be talking with you uh, once again. Obviously, a lot of things going on uh, at Sanex. It's always a busy day-to-day operation for you there. Uh, how are you holding up as we start to head into the uh, spring season? <laughs> Very good. You know, it's uh, we kind of had that lull between the winter and spring. And then once spring hits, it's a mad dash. You know, the spring season's actually pretty short given the uh, the weather, especially you just never know. So uh, it's a short season, so it's packed full of uh, stuff. And, you know, we're just blessed to have uh, some great facilities here. So there's always something going on campus. We could have uh, four different sports having competitions at the same time, at least. Um, so it's exciting. You know, we, we keep reflecting back a little bit on the missed year in 2020 with COVID and then last year with limited spectators. So this is our first time where we've really been kind of full go in the spring since 2019. So I know our, our fans and our parents are really appreciative that we're back. And our kids are excited and uh, kind of have some cobwebs with them with some things. But, uh, you know, it's full full steam ahead for the next uh, month and a half or so until tournament time for all our sports so it's it's been exciting it's been great knock on wood the weather's held out i don't think it's going to this week but uh you know that's the the name of the game and the uh play it by ear so we're good well before we get to talk about your uh teams here and some of your student athletes here what's this been like for you as an administrator and for your staff knowing that this is the first time in in seemingly three years you've kind of had a quote-unquote normal season to get through and as you said you may have three or four different things going on on campus at once so your head's on a swivel and you've got all the other outside stuff to deal with what's that been like for you adjusting back to quote-unquote normalcy yeah good question I think you know like I said we're just blessed with to have the facilities we do and we've been blessed to have the people to to help out but yeah it's been uh, we kind of have to remind ourselves about doing certain things you know Friday night uh, elder volleyball for example we haven't had a crowd like that for volleyball in three years and uh, it was awesome. It was just such a great atmosphere, but, you know, we had to adjust and move the elder fans upstairs, kind of like basketball and to get to leave more room. So it's just kind of reminding ourselves of, of, you know, what that looks like and how that works. And uh, it's been fantastic, but, you know, having the people here to, to make it all happen, uh, that's what's important. That's what makes this place special. We'll talk about volleyball here, coming up here in just a bit. Want to start on the diamond, though. Let's start with your baseball team. Uh, alternated kind of wins and losses in the first four. So, you know, and you've played some tough teams as well. You know, obviously the big one out at Moeller, you know, they take it to you pretty good. Of course, obviously emotions are running high there because they've got a brand spanking new stadium. They want to show it off. They put on a good show against your team to open GCL play uh, last week. But you've got a good chance to get things back in the right direction this week in the league. Uh, with Elder and LaSalle coming up here. Uh, what have you seen early on from the team? And uh, is there is there one young man or two that you're looking forward to seeing step up this coming week and try to pick up two wins in league play? Yeah, it's a good, good question. You know, baseball is, you know, um, this depends a lot on on the pitching and, and when just a couple of mistakes. We had a big game on Saturday, Saturday against Louisville, St. X down Louisville and, you know, or two things completely change the, the momentum and the swing of the game, uh, pun intended. So it, it's fun to watch. You know, Max Clare is one of our standout uh, athletes. He's going to Purdue next year um, st- to play uh, football and baseball, actually. So he is certainly, uh, you know, one to watch as a senior. Uh, and then we got a freshman that's uh, just throwing out of his mind right now uh, that's just outstanding to watch. And so you just never know uh, what's going to happen. But, yeah, we're excited to host Elder uh, here Monday and then, uh, traveled to LaSalle and uh, you know GCL is very competitive as always uh, we're defending champs 
and uh, hope to, to to repeat us that. And yeah, you know, the Muller game was tough, and luckily we get them two more times, and it's it, it's always back and forth with these GCL teams. So uh, we'll get we're getting there. If you're going to have a tough one, get it out of the way early in the season exactly. and, and you make your adjustments uh, as you go forward. As you said, still more opportunities to uh, get them back uh, down the road. And we'll be talking about that as it approaches. Uh, let's switch gears. Let's jump into the water and let's talk about your crew team uh, heading up to a Harsha Lake coming up on Saturday. They've got the, uh, the Cincy invite high school invite up there. Obviously that's a sport that doesn't get a lot of attention uh, around and uh, not a lot of schools are, are, able, are able to have the luxury of a crew squad. Uh, you are uh, out there at St. X. So I'm curious there, what, what's given the fact that a lot, of, a lot of these meets are kind of spaced out every couple of weeks, that'll ramp up a little bit later on uh, in the month of April going into May. What's the training process like for these young men trying to get time on the water, trying to build themselves up to uh, go out into invites like this and uh, show strong? Yeah, crew is one of those, like you said, one of those sports that doesn't get a lot of attention. You know, we're lucky. Uh, you know, we don't have a necessary – it's not the same X crew team. They're a part of a, a bigger team, but a lot of our guys uh, participate in it. And, you know, it's one of those sports uh, that's – it's almost a year-round sport to be able to do the things that they do and to train like that. Uh, you know, similar to – we have a triathlon team here, a triathlon club, and, you know, they are literally working out and using the ergs and using the bikes uh, year-round. So – it's uh, definitely uh, one of the more physically challenging sports. Um, and it's one of the things that, you know, we're, we're proud to have uh, be a part of our program. And certainly, you know, for those guys, they work hard. They don't necessarily get, but they're certainly passionate about it. And, um, you know, they just, they do a great job representing St. Xavier. And uh, yeah, it's always fun to watch and to, to see how, how hard they actually do work. Yeah. If, if folks haven't had a chance yet, if, Check that. Check it out. It's one of the more unique oh, yeah. sports uh, you could see there, and it's a. Uh, <laughs> you ever want to try it yourself? That's a full body workout you're getting. So it tells you oh, how, yeah. how how good a shape you want. To, have you ever tried getting in and 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 um and uh, testing it out with those guys? Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kayak by myself, and I have a hard enough time just doing that, keeping my balance <laughs> that way. So I I know my limits, and I um I'm okay with that. So uh, I, uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Knowing your limitations sometimes can be a, 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 a very good thing. I, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm not even getting in the boat. Let the, <laughs> let the expert, let the experts handle that one. And they, and they do a fine job of that for sure. Uh, let's get out of the water. Let's get back onto the field. Let's talk about your lacrosse team. It's been kind of an up and down start to the season. They did get a nice win late on Sunday and made for a nice road trip back as they went North, uh, but got a, a nice win after a slow start in the first quarter kind of right of the ship in the final three quarters to get a win there. So uh, I'm wondering kind of with the up and down aspect and obviously knowing, you know, Moeller's always very good uh, mm -hmm. in lacrosse as well. Is there any concern right now or with this team or, or do we feel like it's maybe a little too early to kind of be worried about where we are in terms of the big picture? Yeah, not worried at all. You know, I have one of the toughest schedules in the state um, and our, our coach, you know, purposely does that, of course, to get them ready. Uh, he certainly wants to be successful during the regular season and we all do. Uh, but he always uh, does a great job of preparing the team and getting them to really click uh, to get ready for a tournament run uh, as he's done every year. You know, we've made good runs the last uh, number of years. And so, so yeah, they, they're getting their footing, you know, I think with lacrosse every year, like any sport, of course, it's different with the personnel you have and just trying to figure out, nuances and, and who's doing what and uh, just getting the plays down and aggressive. So, that, you know, they came back in that second quarter and 
against Liberty, and it was great to watch. And you can kind of start to see them get in their groove. So it would be concerning if they were, uh, for lack of a better term again, in their groove, but they're not quite there yeah. yet. Um, it always takes them a little bit, a little while, uh, especially with yeah. lacrosse, like I was saying. But, you know, uh, we got Luke Sr., who's going to the Air Force to play lacrosse next year. He's been one of the, our, you know, outstanding uh, players. Uh, and he is is getting his footing, and it's fun to watch these guys develop and, and grow. And uh, I have a f- good feeling they're going to make a good run and finish the season strong. So we're on the they're on the right track. You mentioned the difficulty of the schedule, and perhaps being one of the more difficult ones in the state, and that prepares you for the uh, postseason. Uh, obviously, anybody who follows anything relating to high school sports in the state of Ohio always has to keep St. X in, in the back of their mind, if not the forefront of their mind, given uh, the particular sport. Although with your programs, it doesn't seem to matter. You always seem to got a team that's at a state championship level or darn near close. As an administrator working with the coaching staffs and working with other schools, given where you are and the prestige of your programs, is there such a thing as a too difficult of a schedule for the young men that you have in your various athletic programs? Or does it even matter? At this point, you know you're going to get everybody's best shot, no matter the level of your opponent. Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I don't necessarily think there's necessarily too tough of a schedule. You know, that whole thing, if you want to be the best, you got to play the best. Uh, that mentality that we have. Um, yeah, certainly people have us on the radar all the time. And and we know, you know, a lot of times, like I said, with lacrosse and all of our sports, we know what the postseason looks like. We've been there for all of our sports and we kind of uh, anticipate ramping up to to that time so it's always good to to you know experience these games experience uh these teams that potentially we could see in the postseason uh to get a feel for them and to uh just to prepare so uh we we never back down to uh with an opponent uh we play everyone and anyone that uh, is willing to to play us and come here we'll certainly go there um so yeah so i don't think there's necessarily too tough of a uh, of a schedule you know Lacrosse really loaded up. Uh, we were supposed to have a game with Nutrier, but that game didn't work out. So if we had had that game, that first you know for, first few weeks of lacrosse would have been brutal. But um, it would have made us a better team. It would have made us stronger. And we know the level then that is expected and what's uh, going on, what's going on this year, especially in the postseason. So um, so yeah, we're we love playing these tough games. You know, it doesn't necessarily end up in the results that you want, but. Uh, that's okay because we have our eye on that uh, the end goal, which is towards the end of the season. And like you said, no point in peaking right now because you've got such yeah. a long way to go uh, in the season. Let's switch gears and talk about your rugby squad. Caught some of their match uh, with Moeller most recently on ESPX. And, uh, boy, a, a tough one to say the least. Led for most of that scrum against Moeller, but wind up falling late in that one, losing 27-24 to 24, uh, against the Crusaders. I got to have to imagine that's a pretty tough pill to swallow. Not only is it your one, if not your arch rival, the fact that you led through most of that match and for a while had a comfortable lead in that one, and Mueller came back and got you at the end. Uh, how have they been able to try to put that behind them or at least learn from it? And how do you expect them to respond coming up this Friday against Walnut? Yeah, that was such a big game. You know, it was in our stadium out back as well, um, you know, under the lights and you know, we never uh, question officials or, you know, blame them for anything. You know, it's, it's all about playing on the field. And, you know, we were ahead most of that game. And, you know, unfortunately, it felt like they, they ended the game a little early. It's, it's similar to soccer, but even more so uh, that, you know, they keep the time on the field. And there's, mm-hmm. of course, a lot of times there's injuries or stoppage. And 
so we thought we had another chance to score and unfortunately we didn't so i think it's a little fire for our for our guys to know that hey we can uh, potentially beat these guys we can hang with them um and that it was great to see we we you know we have a new coach coach widener is is leading the program now and um he's doing a great job of uh, getting our guys ready and just bringing out the best in them and that's what we're all about is um of course again like i said you you always want to win that's that's why you compete but it's all about bringing out the best in our kids and he's doing a great job of that and especially with our rugby program um so i think a little fire to say hey we're 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 contenders and we can do well, you know, so um, I think it's going to really prove, uh, you know, positive for them. They'll certainly see Moeller again at some point. So uh, revenge is always uh, a good motivating factor. So we'll see how it goes. And, um, you know, they, they have a good spirit about them now and, and on the right track. Long way to go in the season for them, of course, as well. Uh, obviously, same kind of deal with all your sports. Let's talk about your tennis team right now. They're just getting underway as well. Just a, you know, a couple of matches in, singles, doubles. Still trying to figure things out, of course. Always seem to have a strong tennis program uh, there at St. X. Again, uh, that's, a, that's a reusable sentence, I should say. Just insert random name of team, and you always have a strong program for them. So good for you, um, for sure, as an administrator. So, But with the tennis team, how it's early on. Training obviously is a very interesting thing to navigate given the fact that, you know, it could be 35 one day, it could be 65 the next day. It's just how it is here in Cincinnati. Uh, how would you evaluate what you've seen from your uh, men out there on the courts in the run up to the regular season? And now that we're uh, finally getting underway. Yeah, I think, you know, again, talking about, you know, the spring and facilities, you know, fun fact, we have the most tennis courts of any high school in the state of Ohio. Uh, and we utilize those. We have four tennis teams. Uh, Coach Jackson over a couple of years ago now. Uh, been DCL champ since 1968. And uh, he's looking to continue that. And uh, like you said, it's kind of figuring out, got that footing, those singles and doubles combinations and, uh, you know, getting ready for the GCL play. They have Elder this week. They're at LaSalle last week and off to a good start. And, yeah, you know, uh, it's it's all about weather, as, as with uh, especially baseball as well. Um, but, uh, you know, we're lucky to kind of look ahead and plan. We have some indoor facilities that we utilize so that we can kind of keep them on track. Um, like a lot of sports, especially, uh, you know, swimming is another sport that there's kind of a plan trajectory throughout the seasons. So does a good job of getting them ready and uh, despite the weather. So if we have, um, you know, something planned, we can certainly move indoors to one of the facilities that we use. So, uh, again, on the right track and uh, looking forward to see how they do again. How important is it for you out at St. X to have the ability to have those indoor and outdoor facilities so that you can go to your coach or your trainers and, and look at the weather and say, hey, it's supposed to be 40 and rain outside. We can get these guys inside, particularly with tennis, to get some training in, hitting back and forth, all that kind of things like that. How much of an advantage do you think that is to your program that you have that luxury that they can stay right on campus and they can train year round if they want, no matter what the weather is outside? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I just keep thinking, I said a little bit earlier, you know, we expect and we want to bring out the best in our kids. That's, that's our goal. That's our motivation. Our goal and motivation is never to win championships. It's about bringing the best out of our kids and, and raising the bar to, so that they, uh, you know, succeed and exceed expectations, uh, especially of themselves. So in order to do that, you know, we certainly want to put the right people in, the, in place to do that, but also we want to provide them with facilities to be able to do that. We can't say we want to bring out the best of you and then just give you average or subpar, um, you know, facilities or, or things to use for that. So we want to make sure, and we're just very blessed with our alumni and our benefactors uh, to be able to do that. And so again, 
you know, all sports, but especially, you know, certain ones, tennis, uh, swimming, uh, you name it. It's all about uh, pacing themselves and ramping up, um, you know, to get ready for the postseason because we certainly want to bring out the best in them. So uh, we don't want um, weather to, to hinder that. So we are, yeah, we're very lucky to be able to do that. You know, baseball has two indoor batting cages uh, in, inside that they can use uh, and other sports, you know, utilize that. So uh, we're just very lucky to be able to do that. And it's, yeah, it is important because you don't want, especially now that we're kind of in the heart of the spring and the heart of the season, you don't want to, to stop uh, training and to stop the trajectory of, of where you want to be. You mentioned pacing and wanting to ramp up towards, you know, into May and into June to compete for state titles and what have you. I'm looking at your track and field team and kind of what they've done early on. Boy, and if, if they're just ramping up, buckle up, folks, because this team's going to go places and they're going to do a lot of damage as far as the postseason goes. You go out and win the Skyline Open out at Elder and then go up to Northmont. And I looked at some of the results here. Eight top three finishes, including two relay wins. So, I mean, that's a pretty high bar to set early on uh, in the season. How much did the, the guys there put into their offseason work so that they could come out and come out like this and perform so well early on? And how, how much do you think this is sustainable as they move forward and try to ramp up towards uh, the postseason? Yeah, I think, you know, last year we see uh, for the first time in a number of years with track. And I think it was just a great springboard to uh, for the year. And, you know, our indoor track team did a fantastic job. Our cross country, of course, uh, did a great job once again, um, you know, making it to the state championships. And it's just, uh, again, a pattern of, 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 of preparation and, and success uh, follows that. So I think they've done a great job. You know, track is one of our biggest sports. Believe it or not, we have about 150 kids on the, uh, on the track team. Uh, and Coach Schreiner does, you know, just a great job managing that and putting people in the right place. And again, trying to figure it out and they're, and they're, you know, starting off strong, like you said, winning that the skyline open. And, you know, we were down some people over the weekend. So to do that well at Northmont was certainly an indicator that, um, you know, it's going to be a, a great team. And as they kind of uh, figure out who's doing what, especially in the relays, uh, that makes a big difference in, in that. But yeah, they're on the right track, certainly. And uh, their schedule is such that, um, you know, again, preparing them for GCLs in, in May and, and for the uh, for districts and the state meet, hopefully uh, coming up in the future. So they're doing a great job. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing how they're doing as well. You mentioned the numbers that you have in this program, over 150 uh, men out there doing what they do and the challenge of the coaching staff to try to put the right guys in the right spot to succeed, to get these results, to go win at Elder, to, to, to run at Northmont. Even though you may not have you may have been down a few guys, you know, you've got a lot to choose from there. Uh, what's it like for you to see from your perspective, watch the coaching staff navigate these guys in and out, knowing that you have so many guys waiting in the wings. If one guy in particular gets nicked up a hamstring, a calf or whatever, or maybe just doesn't have his best effort that day. How is that for you uh, as an athletic director to see the coaching staff navigate so many kids who just want to get out there and run? Yeah. You know, our coaches on all, all sports just do such a fantastic job and, there's a great role models for our young men. And, um, you know, we have women coaches as well on, on a lot of our sports and just to be able to have that mix of, of people is, is fantastic for our guys. Uh, but yeah, with track, especially just to, to see them navigate that and manage that is, is pretty remarkable. Um, you know, track is a non-cut sport, you know, a number of our sports are cut sports uh, anymore. So track gives our the kids an opportunity to, 
uh, you know, to be a part of a team, most importantly, but in this case, to really prove themselves, to really push themselves, because there's a very uh, good chance that they can earn a spot uh, easily. Uh, luckily, with with a lot of meets, you can put a lot of people in. Um, of course, you can't put that many people in. So it gives you it gives our kids a chance to really shine. And our coaches do such a good job of training all of them. And, you know, they don't treat kids as a senior, junior, sophomore, freshman. You know, track is pretty cut and dry. Whoever's the fastest is going to get in and whoever's uh, continues to practice hard and work hard is, is, has a shot. So it really is a, a great sport. You know, I'm a former track athlete. I've coached track for many years. Um, and just to see how great our coaching staff does um, to manage all that is is uh, remarkable because it's a, it's a daunting task, but it's also just a great way to push our kids and to give them opportunities and encourage them to continue to get better. So they do a great job of that. And I uh, can't say enough good about them. They're, they're fantastic. What was your best discipline as a track athlete? <laughs> Discus. That's my number one sport. So I can, I usually can still beat all the, uh, all the high school kids, but, uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's getting a little harder every year. So I go out there and, you know, show them a thing or two and their eyes get really big. Like, Oh, like, okay. Like, so yeah, I missed it, but uh, it's, it's fun. I, I try to get out there once in a while to, to throw it with those guys and, you know, give them maybe a little extra motivation to beat me. I was just about to ask, yeah, you, you took, you took the next question right from me. Uh, do you, you still go out there and try and show those young whippersnappers oh. how it's done or, or if they, or how close are they to catching you? Uh, some of them are, but, uh, but yeah, it's one of the things that's like riding a bike. It's really interesting with discus shot put as well. Shot put's a little tougher, I think in some regards, but discus, man, once you get that, you just find that nuance and you find that click. Uh, yeah, even, you know, as a, a middle-aged man, you still got it and, and you can still feel it. So, uh, so it's fun. So yeah, they, some of them catch up with me and it's a, it's a great motivating thing for them to do. And they get really excited when they beat me. And sometimes maybe I let them, sometimes uh, I don't, and they don't. Know. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I'll never so, know. So yes, exactly. <laughs> so not only are we athletic director, we are volunteer assistant discus coach. <laughs> and, and sometimes we have to pump them up. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Whatever it takes, right? That I mean, whatever it takes. So, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, let us know if at some point this season these kids start beating you because I, I, I would love to hear. The yeah, the one kid is, is finally uh, getting there. So, I, have to, I may have to go out in the next week or two. I might have to actually warm up and practice. I usually don't do that, but it's getting to that point in my age, and uh, those guys doing an excellent job. So, we'll see. Well, thankfully, you have a very good training staff there at, yeah, at exactly. your disposal, just in case. But, uh, so we'll keep an eye. Yes, yes, we'll keep track of that <laughs> uh, as things go forward here. Let, let's wrap things up with the uh, program that you mentioned at the top of the up the show here today. That's your volleyball program, just getting going as well. You know, a packed house for the season opener against Elder. You win it in a five set thriller, kind of a revenge game there since they they took you out in a regional final a year ago that, that uh, I was able, I was fortunate to call, and that was one of the better high school matches I've seen that regional final, but. Elder got the best of you, and of course, the way the OHSBBA works out, only two teams in the region go to state every year. Of course, Moeller went on to win the state title, but we look at things this year. The current rankings, Moeller, Elder, Elder, and X are one, two, three in the state. You can kind of move the teams around as you want. You've obviously lost some talented players uh, from a year ago. you got guys coming back, uh, younger guys coming in and whatnot, but so you get the win over Elder to start. You've got Walnut Hills coming up. Uh, this week they were in the regional final against Moeller last year so they are another strong team 
And then you go to Moeller later on this week. And as I said, they won the state championship, uh, beating Elder uh, for the state title. So I'm curious here for this team early on, how are they embracing the challenge of playing three of the very best teams in Ohio? Boom, 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 to start the year. And also, I have to imagine they are pretty darn motivated to get back to the state tournament uh, in early June after missing out last year. Yeah, it's, it's it was thrilling to watch Friday night, you know, Volleyball in Southwest Ohio, yeah, those four teams, especially us, Muller, Elder, and Walnut, uh, just battling out to make it to the state. You know, this is the last year before the OHSAA takes over next year, so it'll be a different format, a different uh, way of doing things. We're not quite sure what that's going to look like yet, uh, but for what it is now, it's it's definitely a battle. You know, we're a young team. We have five seniors, but we're very junior heavy. You know, Friday night, there were several times where the whole, uh, our whole side was up, nothing but juniors, um, so, you know, for them to be able to come out and do that, you know, I think most people expected Elder to, to beat us. Uh, they're kind of one of the preseason favorites, if you will. They have a chip on their shoulder having lost the state championship uh, last year, and uh, they wanted to come out with a vengeance. And, you know, volleyball is just, you know, I knew the whole time it was going to go down to game five. So, you know, we were up. Um, I, was like, I was like, just hold on because it's going to game five. So I think that's going to be the case with a lot of these teams. And our kids are really responding well. Coach Paris has an amazing staff and does such a good job with our boys to, to get them motivated. And they came out strong, you know, Friday in game one, it was their first game of the year. And to be able to do that and to beat elder was certainly a, a thrill and a uh, springboard to the rest of the season. So, but there'll be lots of back and forth, certainly, especially with us and uh, Muller and elder. And it's going to be just, uh, just a thrill to watch and, and a lot of fun and excitement for, uh, for the GCL to be able to have, three of the top teams in the state uh, says a lot about it. It's the same with a lot of sports, but uh, especially with volleyball. So yeah, we're excited. Does it just seem like, you know, here we go again with either Muller or Elder knowing (laughs) that, you know, going into the, into a particular match in particular with volleyball, you, like you said, you knew right away, this is going five sets, just strap in. We know it's going the distance there because these programs are so evenly matched, particularly on the volleyball court. How is that for you as an administrator, as a fan, you know, it, it, you know, and, and seeing this, knowing that, okay, it, I show up here for this matchup. This isn't going to be a quickie. We're going to be here a while. Yeah, it was funny because on, on Friday, again, we knew it was going to go that late. So we're like, oh, just be expected to be here till uh, like 10 o'clock, 10, 15. And sure enough, I left here at 1030 on Friday night, but it was luckily it was worth it on this night. But, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's one of those sports, you know, all of our sports are thrilling to watch, but it's just such a back and forth. Uh, literally, um, you know, with especially with these teams. And, yeah, just, you know, for that to be year in and year out to be consistent, the, you know, especially the three GCL schools um, like it is. You know, a lot of these guys play club volleyball together. So there's, you know, a lot of uh, underlying rivalry and, and you know, want to beat each other certainly uh, with that. So there's this, it's a very competitive, uh, you know, league and a very competitive good sport. Uh-oh, sorry about that. That's <laughs> all good. Yeah, yeah. It's a busy day, you know. It's, it's another. I can turn it off real quick if you want me to. No, no, no. You're you're, you're fine. We're we're uh, we're about finished. We're about uh, at the end of our uh, trail here today uh, okay. on the program, uh, regardless. But it's going to be interesting to uh, follow the volleyball program as we go along. You know, looking forward to uh, being there for the regionals late in May. Hopefully, we see the Bombers there uh, in early June. There, if you could look at the team from a year ago compared to what you have now, do you see them on a a similar trajectory where they it's obviously at least a regional finals expected for your program. How do you see the two teams comparing at this point in the season? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like a, you know, a repeat of every year. 
when it comes to that. It's been, uh, you know, but again, it was fun to watch and just to, here we go again with things. So um, I apologize for the announcements going on. It's, That's no, okay. Another dull moment around here. You're in the office. It's all good. <laughs> yes, not at home. Uh, but, but yeah, just to, again, it's kind of a repeat of uh, following the past years. And uh, it's just, it's hard to say, you know, you can never predict uh, I think we've thought we've figured that out. You just kind of throw out the predictions when it comes to that, and they, they take it out on the floor, and, and it usually comes down to the very end. So I'm sure that's going to be the case again this year. Well, when you say here we go again, you're talking about a program that could potentially be a state champion. That that's not a bad problem to have. Um, a lot of other programs would be uh, very envious to be in that spot. But uh, we'll keep track of how their how volleyball goes throughout the year, and obviously all of our other spring sports we touched on here today as we go forward through the month of April uh, into May. Brian, certainly appreciate the time here, and uh, looking forward to it here in the coming weeks. All right, great. Yeah, likewise. Thanks so much. Absolutely, Brian Ryan. Hart, a very very busy man and we've been able to we've been able to hear uh, here today but we appreciate some of his time joining us here on inside St. X Bombers Athletics here on stnxsports.net and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.